This is the Olive Wellness Podcast, brought to you by the Olive Wellness Institute. Welcome to this episode of the Olive Wellness Podcast. I'm Sarah Gray. Wouldn't it be wonderful to find the right balance between nutritious and delicious cuisine? Well, today's guest has come as close to anyone in achieving just that. Catherine Katz, along with her husband, David, have created a website which combines her passion for food with his focus on nutritious and preventive medicine. It's called Cuisinicity, a treasure trove of Mediterranean-style recipes that are simple, nutritious and achievable for large families and groups of people. As you'll soon hear, Catherine's enthusiasm for healthy and tasty food is infectious. And you may want to grab a pen and paper to jot some of her recipe tips down. First, Chris Ashmore asked Catherine where her passion for cooking came from. Oh, well, cooking and food and the joy of sharing a festive table has always been in my culture. I was born in North Africa on the southern coastal tip of the Mediterranean Sea, and I was raised in southern France on the other side of the Mediterranean. And food and laughter and festive tables and just beautiful flavors, Mediterranean flavors, was always part of my life. And I learned cooking from watching my mom and my aunt, and it was just a way of being, always. Absolutely. Great atmosphere as a kid to be involved with that kind of thing. Now, fast forward to more recently, you developed a website, Quizinicity. Can you tell us about that? Well, you know, it's interesting. Quizinicity was born, and I didn't realize that then, when I fell in love with my husband. He Dr. David Katz is a now world-renowned nutrition expert. But at the time, we met, we met at Yale. I was a postdoc in neuroscience at the time, and he was doing his preventive medicine residency at Yale. And we fell in love, and he was as passionate about health and nutrition as I was passionate about foodiness and luscious. And, and it was interesting because... We would have these kinds of arguments that for him, if it uh, took eating tree bark to be healthy, he would do it. (laughs) I, French foodie that I am, not so much. (laughs) So you can imagine the kind of tension that there was between us. But we fell in love and we started a family together. And it was important to both of us to wed our his love for nutrition and my love for food in a way that would be feasible for our family. And so began our loving food that loves us back. That's the byline of Cuisinicity. Cuisinicity came on much later in terms of the website, and I'll tell you more about it, but began my, as I was saying, I was a a neuroscientist at the time. And so I had that scientific mind and we had one, two, three, four children. By the fourth, I thought, you know, I can't do it all. I really want to stay at home. I want to be a homemaker and I want to be the one to cook because I love to cook. And uh, that's what I did. And so began my exploration with recipes. At the time, I used my scientific mind to change one variable at a time. And in this case, it was a nutritious ingredient at a time. And the outcome being the deliciousness of the food. It had to be just as delicious, just as the same 
texture and lusciousness and even appearance that I was used to. And yet making sure that I was pushing the nutritious ingredients as much as I could. So it began that, that kind of exploration of good food and good health, nutrition, delicious. And so here was the beginning of Cuisinicity. And of course, you know, with five children, we ended up having one more. With five children, there is no time to write recipes. You just do. You make them. And here, this was the way we lived. And good food, good health, nutritious, delicious. People laugh. They call him nutritious and they call me delicious. And here it was. I made these recipes. And as the children grew up, they started leaving home and David's patients were asking him, you know, how does your family eat? And, you know, how do you do it? You talk about loving food that loves you back. What does that look like? And it occurred to me, now is the time for us to pay it forward. And so I started writing the recipes that I had been making all these years and doing my own photography and Quisinicity was born. And Quisinicity, it's a combination of cuisine and simplicity. And by simplicity, I mean not just the simplicity with which it had to come to life, you know, with five children and three dogs and, you know, hectic schedules. It had to be simple, not fancy, very easy and simple. But also the simplicity and authenticity of the ingredients, true food, wholesome ingredients, using lots of vegetables and fruits and whole grains, nuts and seeds and beans and legumes, and of course, extra virgin olive oil, because it's such a staple to Mediterranean living. And Cuisinicity was born, and it's now my website. It's a fantastic website and the recipes, and I love the tagline, loving food that loves you back, which is terrific. Yes. Now, the Mediterranean style of cooking, I would assume that that is reflected in the recipes that you create. Is that right? Do you love the Mediterranean style cooking? Absolutely. Absolutely. I love, that is, as I said, that is the way I was brought up. And it's both from my North African origins to my Southern French origins. And I just love, it is easy to combine good food and good health with a Mediterranean style diet. And by diet, I mean just a way of eating. Mediterranean eating is rooted in heritage and tradition, and it has stood the test of time. And it is the way that I've always cooked and a beautiful way for that marriage that I was talking about of nutritious and delicious. So it's just a perfect match. Now, like a lot of Mediterranean food, a lot of your recipes too feature extra virgin olive oil. What do you love about it? Oh, what don't I love about it? You know, <laughs> when we talk about combining nutritious and delicious, it is the staple for that. It is as delicious and flavorful as it is nutritious. And, you know, my husband, again, he's the nutrition expert and he really uh, speaks volumes about the health benefits of the extra virgin olive oil. And of course, there's a lot of evidence to back it up. But what I love about it myself is just the ease with which you can cook with it and the flavor that it imparts. I love to use it in salads, in soups, in sauteing vegetables. But I also love, and I discovered that as I was developing more and more nutritious and delicious recipes, that kind of combination, that I could use it 
even in my baked goods. And that's absolutely beautiful because especially in French cooking where you would have used butter or shortening, here was olive oil, extra virgin olive oil that just imparted that perfect texture and flavor. And just, I never looked back. And that's the way it was. You have a, an incredible range of different recipes on your website, Catherine, but uh, what are some of your favorites? What are some of your favorite and easy ah. recipes featuring extra virgin olive oil? Hmm. So the first one that comes to mind, because it's so simple, it doesn't even involve turning on a stove. It's is my Mediterranean couscous salad. So easy that all my children, even when they were younger, could make it on their own. And what it is, is raw, dry couscous, whole wheat couscous, that you just marinate for only a few minutes with this beautiful dressing made up of simply extra virgin olive oil, fresh orange and fresh lemon juice, a little turmeric to give it that beautiful, colorful, vibrant color, and salt. And you mix that with the raw couscous, dry. And while it's absorbing that beautiful concoction, you make, you know, chop bell peppers, red, green, yellow, tomatoes, fresh basil, and I throw chickpeas in there and sunflower seeds. And then during the time that it took you to chop this, the couscous has had a chance to absorb this beautiful flavor. And it's as though it has been cooked, except that it's not mushy, you know, like couscous can get if you boil it. None of that. Every grain is separate and perfectly cooked. And there you have it. You have a whole dinner in and of itself. There's a protein from the chickpeas. There is the flavor and the vitamins from the vegetables. And of course, there is the whole grain from the whole wheat couscous. It's just a beautiful thing. I, I love, I taught in Sicily recently, my husband and I went and did a, a culinary tour there. And that was one of those salads that people still talk about because it's that easy and that foolproof, which I love. So that's one. I mentioned earlier, you know, how people would make a pie crust with one thinks of pie crust that has to be rich and with butter and with uh, shortening. I make no such thing. I make a galette, which is like a pie crust, but free form, more of a, you don't need to put it in a mold. And all I use there is whole wheat pastry flour, white wine, and extra virgin olive oil. That's it. I throw it in a, a food processor, two seconds, it, uh, it, the time to mix it. And here you have a beautiful, malleable galette dough and on top of that, you put anything you want, you know, fresh tomato and basil and a little mozzarella or uh, fresh um, grilled eggplant or caramelized onion and mushrooms. And you don't hesitate to make it because it's that quick. And again, crucial, the olive oil there just made it that beautiful, flaky texture that is just beautiful. I have so many. I mean, if you don't stop me, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> I can tell you. I mentioned, and this is where people are almost baffled with how easy it is to bake with olive oil. I make this sort of polenta, but I make it with chickpea flour. It's actually was inspired by a recipe in Oran in Algeria, where I was born. And it's a specialty. And all it is, is chickpea flour water, extra olive oil, 
salt and pepper, and whatever spice you want to bring out. So I use cumin a lot, but I can also use Herbe de Provence. You mix that all up and put it in a baking dish and bake it. And it solidifies enough that then you cut it into squares and it's like polenta squares. But here you have it, this beautiful, protein-filled, flavorful little square. And you serve that with uh, eggplant, uh, mushrooms, any kind of sautéed vegetables. And you have yourself, again, a whole meal. So I love it. That's called calentica. It's a chickpea polenta that I absolutely love. I make also some desserts that I love. And there, I think the olive oil gives it almost an exotic taste because the olives, if you pair them with the flavor of the olives, is subtle, but paired with, in this case, corn polenta, almonds, whole wheat pastry flour, and fresh peaches. And you bake that in the oven, and it is luscious and really brings... This almost exotic taste, which I love, that you wouldn't get with any other kind of oil. Oh, my goodness. I, I mean, I, lo- I use so many. My recipes are all with olive oil mostly. And so I could just read you my whole <laughs> website. <laughs> oh, I can just picture. I mean, you have a large family and uh, I can just picture people around, uh, you know, a rustic table somewhere enjoying these foods and uh, for listeners we'll provide some of these um, recipes in the show notes but um, one thing I want to ask Catherine is plant-based diets they're starting to gain in popularity now and do you agree that uh, extra virgin olive oil can make vegetables taste better and oh yes how do you like to prepare veggies absolutely let me first preface this by saying that i so agree with how important plant-based diets are for our health and for the health of our planet we cannot underestimate how important it is to eat more plant-based less meat-centric diet in order to be able to have less of a footprint and also for the wellness and the well-being of our fellow creatures. That's important. But yes, olive oil, there's one thing that I do. And I love the kind of recipes where you can use the basic idea and then go with it. And one of the things that I do is I saute onions with a good amount of extra virgin olive oil. I would say, depending on how many vegetables you're going to use, but I would say a good third of a cup of extra virgin olive oil with two or three nice onions. You saute them very lightly so that they're not brown yet, just soft enough to have gotten that beautiful oil as part of their flavor. And then you throw in with that, with any kind of vegetables you want, eggplant, potatoes, zucchini, and as long as you have some tomatoes in there to give out their juices and their sweetness, you put all of that together in an oven and maybe for an hour you bake it and what's amazing about this simple nothing to make recipe what it does is the olive oil and the tomato juices the fresh tomatoes and all these vegetables that come together and you get this beautiful almost caramelized platter of wonderful vegetables and you can't hesitate the more you put the better and the more diversity of vegetables you can put in there but the bottom line is having enough of that beautiful extra virgin oil olive oil to go with the onions and the raw tomatoes together 
create that caramelized, beautiful glaze, I would say, in the oven. So absolutely, olive oil there is important. Another way, and sometimes you don't need to use much, I like to saute, for example, mushrooms first on a very hot grill, no oil at first, just enough to get the mushrooms to give out their liquid. Mm. And when they start to give out their liquid, then you know, sprinkle that olive oil on top and you have that little sizzle. And then what it does is it really brings out that golden deliciousness of the mushrooms that you wouldn't have had otherwise. And the olive oil there also crucial. I do that with eggplant. Eggplant doesn't need to. If you start out with the oil first, it will absorb too much of it. I don't do such a thing. I Again, the same as with a mushroom. Very high grill pan, and I just get them started cooking so that they have grilled marks on either side. And they won't stick. They're, they will be dry. And then when you get to that point, then you sprinkle with olive oil and Ah, and then you throw herbe de Provence or rosemary or uh, whatever little coarse salt, and it is absolutely divine. And it makes you want to eat more vegetables. That is important. More room on the plate for veggies and plant-based whole grains and so on. Less room for meat is crucial for the well-being of our planet and our fellow creatures. So yeah, extra virgin olive oil is a great helper there. Absolutely. And the food is definitely loving you back. <laughs> That's for exactly, exactly. When we started this conversation, you said, what do you like about olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, especially? It is exactly what Cuisinicity is about. It is about loving food that loves you back in return. And what better ingredient and staple than that? Catherine Katz, Cuisinicity. Details about her recipes and her website, Cuisinicity, are provided in the show notes. That ends this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. To learn more about nutrition, health and wellness benefits of olives and olive products, please visit the Olive Wellness Institute website at olivewellnessinstitute.org. Until next episode, I'm Sarah Gray. Thanks for listening. Thank you.